Hello and welcome to the Homeschool Conversations Africa podcast. Here we discuss homeschooling from the African perspective and the unique challenges that come with it. If you're considering homeschooling, we hope to inspire you as you take this bold step. If you're already a homeschooler, we are here to share encouragement for this wonderful journey we are on to educate our children in the best way we can. We are your hosts, Jifa Andam and Harissa Nete Marvel. Let's dive right into today's conversation. Previously on Homeschool Conversations Africa. We're excited today to have a friend in our midst. Um, her name is Adeshola Lajuwomi. Adeshola is an unschooler, and I know this is a topic that a lot of us are interested in. So Carissa mm-hmm. and I are excited to have her on the show today to talk about unschooling. I, uh, I yeah. think that it's it's easier for people to kind of imagine unschooling for younger ages. Like yes. this sounds so perfect for like young kids being outside and mm. like enjoying nature and interacting with the world around them. But then mm. I think a lot of us have a lot of trouble when it comes to the older ages. Like mm. so, what do they do at that point? Like you know, we kind of expect that you know they'll be in school. You know, like sitting behind a desk and you know doing some mm-hmm. work and all of that so <laughs> yeah could you kind of tell us what yes um how it works with all the children like um, yeah so i mean i don't have experience in that area yet um mm. but so i'm mainly hearing from on school families um that have teens and um you know through instagram through podcasts mm-hmm. uh, i've joined some uh, talks on Clubhouse as well to get mm-hmm. an idea of uh, how to navigate when the kids get older. And <clears throat> what I've heard is that they're basically explaining that giving the right foundation, children you know, and teens will still love learning. I think um, what I'm hearing recently is that when the kids get older, it's like they're no longer allowed to learn through play so it's so the the joy of learning is kind of being sucked as they turn into teens um you know and so the older older on school parents now are asking why you know why is that the case why Mm -hmm. does learning then have to become work as Mm -hmm. as jifa put it Mm -hmm. um and i think as times are changing now like even the career options um, are changing from what they used to be. Like there's, you know, there's there's more people involved in 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 creative fields that you know most likely you don't have to do a, a certain curriculum or certain types of um, let's say formal learning mm. to progress in mm. that field. Like if you're in, you know, if you're in, interested in um in something tech or robots then even as a teen your learning will be will most likely look to a lot of people like play mm. you know what i mean they'll be tinkering they'll be tinkering with uh with uh bits and bobs and things like that so i think as times are changing i just think i think we definitely have to um you know as homeschoolers i think we should also listen to 
our teens and give them and give them as much flexibility to choose mm-hmm. their path as possible. I think we need to, you know, allow them to say, okay, I'm not, I, I, I'm not really, I'm not interested in maths or I don't like science or whatever it is, and allow them to kind of, you know, make their own decisions, make their own mistakes, and allow them to learn it, learn in that way, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that's hard. Let me tell I you. Know, <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I don't, you know, like I'm all I'm for I'm all for find your kids' interest, you know, try to help them like, find out what they're interested in, support them yeah. and all that. But I've always like every time I hear child led cursor, you know, even Montessori, yeah. I'm like, what what does child led <laughs> exactly mean? Because I feel yeah. like I feel like there are some things that they have to be taught okay that's me i'm just really speaking from my personal point of view from my kids and then i look at my son and i'm like child-led his child-led is going to be like video games if i allow him all day i'm like "Mm -mm, i don't know about this (laughs) you know okay maybe i'm exaggerating a bit but you know that's i I guess that's the fear and I kind of have yes. a feeling like, you know, maybe if you test it, just try it and see that it could work. But it's a real mm-hmm. trust issue, this whole unschooling thing. Like, you yeah. gotta trust. <laughs> you. Mm-hmm. Completely, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yes, you do. You do. And I it's mean, hard. It's let's hard. be it's honest, hard. kids do make wrong choices too, right? Of course. Um, so the adults. <laughs> yes, so <the> exactly. <laughs> but I want to think it make more wrong choices. I don't know. <laughs> this, this this conversation is interesting. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just hard, like letting go of you know, and because like I think maybe you're just afraid that they're going to make a yes. wrong choice. Yeah, sort of cascade into more wrong choices, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. how so how do you deal with that? Do you have that fear? Do you <clears throat> do you um I I do I do um because of course uh you know a big a big thing about unschooling especially is that you have to do a lot of unlearning mm. of what of what do you feel um childhood should look like or what you feel education should look like or what you feel like you know the world around you is going to look like mm. um <clears throat> because we we, re- we really don't know these uh, especially my children that are younger uh, you know, in the next 10 or so years, I mean, we really don't know what the world will look like. Two years mm. ago, we didn't think we'd be, we'd have a pandemic and we'd be all virtually, virtual schooling and all these things. And that was, you know, that's just two years ago. Mm. So mm. that's why I feel like we don't have to be so, we don't have to be so rigid in, um, in how how we think this homeschooling path should go mm. i i mm. i truly i truly believe like watching my children i truly think that um children can self self direct their learning mm. i truly trust yeah mm. i do truly trust that given the right opportunity opportunities given the right environment 
giving parents that are continue, you know, continually learning themselves. Um, I think that yes, you can. I can trust my kids one hundred percent. To yeah, of course, like there's going to be some, <laughs> there's going to be some mistakes. There's going to be some. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, <clears throat> yeah mistakes along the way but um yeah that's that's their own mistakes and they'll learn from it and and yeah they'll take it as a lesson mm-hmm. so additionally then uh, some someone might say i'm just listening and i'm thinking when you said you know create the right environment or even right from yes. maybe picking where you go um on a mm-hmm. daily basis in mm-hmm. a in a sense, you are providing direction, not nearly in the same way as like most people do it, like mainstream. But yes, um, when it comes to okay, what kind of books are we bringing into this home, um, mm. right? Or or am I gonna have, am I gonna have screens everywhere? Am I gonna have um, video games or I'm not? You know, all of these. So it's mm. it it's it is i i totally get that it is um child-led but i do yes. feel like there are still some boundaries if you will yes or yes you know, no, even even though they're not like so tight <laughs> if if i'm making sense mm. that there there are yes. still some boundaries you know depending on the household or the parents and mm-hmm. and what exactly, which yes. makes it a bit less scary for me um, yeah. yes Yes, I think I think every uh, every uh, every family has to have its boundaries. Uh, every family has its own values, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know. And so, yes, in that sense, yes, we. Uh, I mean, we didn't have a TV for a very long time, so even by not having that in the house, that mm-hmm. itself is you know is already something that the children are not used to. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? So yeah, yeah so I yeah. I agree. Yeah, there is, there is, there is, of course, there has to be adult, some sort of adult control involved in there. Mm-hmm. But that's mainly based around what you and your family sees as, um, as your priorities, really. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm. That's, it's, this is very helpful. I'm loving this because I'm, I'm understanding more, <laughs> you know, as I'm hearing mm-hmm. you speak and it's explain <laughs> things. Yes, it's, it's helpful. Hmm. So I, I, I personally don't like this question, but I know okay. that we have listeners who are, who are going to, to want to ask this and they'll probably like oh why didn't they ask that so let me ask it okay because because we get it all the time and we're even shall i say more traditional homeschoolers so i don't know i'm sure you heard this like oh so what do you do about testing for the kids how they're going to get into college you know so I, I know you've you've talked about paths that are like how things yeah. are changing and all of that. Yeah. But what if what if your child um, is interested in pursuing a profession that does demand these things? It's just because that's the way the world is set up. Like, okay, you want to get into I don't know med school or yeah, I you know architecture yes. school something yes what what happens in in that situation okay so from from my research uh, what i've heard is that 
um, uh, colleges, universities, actually they take very highly on homeschooled children mm. um, because of their self-driven nature in general. Mm. And I feel like if, if um, by the time they're reaching college or university and they decide that they want to go to med school, mm. um, I'm sure, I feel like for the past 16 or so years, um, they would have been learning so much, they would have been practicing Mm. and researching and building their personal skills in that area mm. so I feel like they should be more advanced when it comes to um, taking tests to enter uh, let's say uh, in certain fields that require you to take tests like doctors or lawyers and things um, so yeah I don't I don't really see how they'll have an issue getting into the best college or internship or uh, um, or company that they'd want to work in because mm-hmm. because of that self-driven that you know forward thinking that innovative yeah. thinking that mm-hmm. that homeschool children uh, seem to have they seem to thrive in in those kind of environments so I think you know if that's what they want to do they'll buckle down they'll mm-hmm. they'll do their homework and you know they'll yeah i'm sure they i feel like they they excel okay okay great so what i'm hearing is they kind of they will like if that's their interest then at a certain point they begin to like again self-direct in that direction yeah so they'll find like i have to learn biology they'll find out from my doctor what do i need to do and what exam do i have to take and okay that makes sense so it's not like Mm -hmm. don't you know it's not saying our kids are never going to get on this path. It's just no. that let them get there themselves. Let them yes, if they want, decide if they want. If they want. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for that answer. It's, it seems like you have to really have a different kind of mindset to really do this. Um, it's, it mm-hmm. seems like you really have to break away from you know, traditional views and, you know, values yeah. of what yeah. school should be and what's like, you know, like you were saying, what childhood should be. So what, mm. what kind of mindsets do you think um, a parent has to have in order to do this well? Especially us, you know, African parents, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> you know we yeah. gotta really be somewhere. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Wait, so, I didn't. Charlotte, do you know? Do you know African parents? Like, I knew. I know you grew up in the UK, so I don't know if you know African parents. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. I do okay. to an extent. Yeah, I mean, my yeah, my parents are still African, <laughs> very African. Um, they. Yeah, they were a bit more liberal, I guess, in in some areas. But mm-hmm. no, it it was still you must be top of the class, and mm-hmm. yeah, and, okay. You no, know, I I wasn't. Yeah, from GCSEs, I wasn't allowed to study art or PE because they didn't think that would be a a, a career option for me. Mm-hmm. So no, it was still yeah, it was still <laughs> it was still pretty okay. Cool. So you get it. <laughs> I get it. I, <laughs> Um, so mm-hmm. in terms of mindset, I'd say the most important thing is that you have to have a positive mindset. I think that you'd need to be creative and you need to focus on what you do have rather than, rather than what is abroad. Yeah. I think you'd also need to have a thick skin because there, there's a lot, there's going to be a lot of peer pressure. 
mm-hmm. especially from family and friends. You know, you have to be stubborn mm-hmm. on your values. Every, everybody will have an opinion. And in Nigeria, especially, nobody, mm-hmm. you know, has an issue voicing their concerns, whether, you know, <laughs> you know, whether it's in church or at the supermarket, you know, a, a, anyone and everyone is going to have an opinion on unschooling, homeschooling, especially. So I think that you'd maybe have to explain the concepts to family, but yeah. I don't think you have to justify yourself or your decisions. Yeah, you really have to. I, yeah, I just feel like you have to do what's best for you and your family. Yeah. And I think that all starts from having a positive mindset. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's some good advice. And especially the thick skin part, because... Mm. If <laughs> if traditional homeschoolers are having a hard time explaining, <laughs> try mm, unschooling. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even want to know. <laughs> yeah, no. With all the love the time. And there's anyone out there who's considering this form of education? You've kind of told us about like the sort of mindset or attitudes that that the people should have but now i want you to speak to somebody who's really thinking about this um really considering it what what are two or three things you'd say to them to kind of help them help them make that decision okay um so firstly i'd say like like any form of homeschooling there isn't any blueprint that you should follow Mm. and I think first and foremost, you need to focus on your family, your child, and and what will help your family get the best out of life. Mm. Um, I think you need to make sure that your partner, that you and your partner have discussed it very well. Mm. Um, If, if, you know, if one of you are homeschooling the other, the other will need to be more hands-on with the kids and um you need to you need to discuss your budget and what you'll be willing to sacrifice in order to live this life really mm. i think it's very important mm. so yeah if you're considering homeschooling i say that's that's the main things to discuss with your partner about how how this is actually going to work like financially and mm-hmm. uh, what you'll be willing to sacrifice um and and yeah i think that's my main mm-hmm. points <laughs> mm-hmm. do you have anything else that like, you're just we're just about wrapping up now do mm-hmm. you have anything else that you want to share with our listeners before we go uh anything else something else i think i think life is basically made up of all the little choices that we make consciously or not Mm. um i really love to shut down the notion that being a nurturer a stay-at-home mom homeschool mom is not a worthy worthy hmm. um let's say job option <laughs> career let me clap for you new society of ours where you know mm. if, if a woman um, doesn't go to work that she's less than yeah. i think mm. um yeah yeah uh, yeah, I'm really, you know, I've found my purpose when I had my kids and I just, I feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be now. Uh, mm. I love growing mm. the Abuja Stay and Play community here. And mm. yeah, I've loved meeting lots of amazing homeschoolers. 
across Nigeria, especially through social media. Mm. <laughs> so brilliant. So I think, yeah, that's that'll be my last note, really. Just that um, being being a stay-at-home mom is just just as worthy, is uh, just as rewarding. You know, we we are we are guiding the next generation of mm-hmm. of uh, humans here. So it's 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 not a small job. It's not small work. Mm. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Mm. No. Yeah. What a wonderful. I, I don't think you've mentioned much about the community, though. Mm. I, oh, okay. tell us. Yeah. Um. So ah, okay. I'll start from the beginning quickly. <laughs> um. So. When when we when we were looking at um, coming to Nigeria, uh, as as me and my son had actively been going to a lot of um, mommy and mommy and baby activities since he was born, really, um, pretty much three three or four times a week. Like, and yeah, I liked getting out of the house. I didn't want to be at home with the baby all day, and that was something that I thought, okay, when we come to Nigeria, hopefully, I'll be able to just carry on as we were doing um, in the UK. And Mm -hmm. uh, this was 2018 that we moved. So um, Eventbrite was my go-to then. I was even in the UK, I was looking for events um, for mommy and me and mommy and children events that that I'd meet in Abuja when we get here. And Mm -hmm. when I got here, um, it wasn't... There wasn't as many as I'd hoped for. Um, mm. The events that, yeah, there was a few, and they were very. They were either, let's say, um, uh, they were either open open days at schools, kind of things, and mm. just just like one or two like one off events that would happen mm. like with churches, with church churches, and other things like that. So we really did, weren't able to. Um, you know, build relationships with people and and you know really make friends or anything here. It was it was it was quite sporadic uh, when we moved here f- to be able to meet people. Mm. Um, so mm. a few months in, when we'd moved to our own place, and I was speaking to my husband, and I just said, oh, "I'm just I'm gonna start something at home, just something little uh, with with our toys and books, and just invite families on my Instagram." on my Instagram then um, to come for a stay and play uh, with our kids. Mm. So this was, yes, mm. this was in 2019 that I started a bright and early play group <laughs> at home. We didn't, we didn't have, <laughs> we didn't have much then. Uh, so I posted on my Instagram and in an expats group that I was part of then. And 10 moms had said, yeah, oh, this sounds like a great idea, great initiative, sure, we'll come. And this was a um, rainy season then. So the weather was like terrible. It was thunderstorming and we were like deep in life camp then. So <laughs> I hoped and prayed that people would come out. Mm. And on the, on the day, on the first day of the um, mm. play group, I was expecting around 10 plus moms. You know, I'd made lots of food and snacks and off of head and everything. And like one mom came. Oh dear. <laughs> one mom came with her twins, twin boys, really mm. late. And I was, I was just thanking God that she came because mm. otherwise I might have packed it up then. Mm. <laughs> but um, yeah, she came and oh, we had a great time. The kids did sensory activities, they played with the paints and everything, and they had a great time. Mm. And so from then on, um, 
I used to have a playgroup every week. We'd have like two or three moms um, that would come with their babies and toddlers. And that's, yeah, that's how it started. It was mostly expats who kind of um, knew about the concept of you stay, uh, they wanted to stay with their children mm. and play with them mm. rather than, mm. you know, leaving them in a crash. Mm. So, <clears throat> so that's and how And there's a reason for that, right? Yeah. That's, it's, there is. It's yeah. because we don't have as many stay-at-home moms that, you know, mm. and apart yeah. from just being um, used to the idea, we... Mm. We, we don't. Carissa and I, again, discussed this, but she was, <laughs> she was looking for a group like that. Carissa, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. this should be an mm-hmm. encouragement to you. Start your group, Carissa. Start it. Yes. Yes. I don't know where I would even go. That's the thing. You know, oh well, I don't know. Place. Put it out there. Start at home. Maybe I have to. And do you, yeah. Yes, and you can. And, and if you're going it. to bake, you <laughs> can have it in. You know, you can split up and have it in different homes. I think. Mm-hmm. I th- I think mom and me groups mm-hmm. or toddler play groups. Um, I think they are so helpful, especially they are. They really kids. are. That I know yeah. they. I know they help me yeah. so 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 much. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and, and it's so, beautiful. It's like the the uh, our baby and toddler group now um, that we've that fun spot that we've partnered with fun spot. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been we've, we've been going there every Thursday for the past five weeks, mm-hmm. and I've just I'm seeing children running inside mm-hmm. now, like ready to play and see their friends and things. Aww. And even just over five weeks, they mm-hmm. you know the parents have they've already started yeah. building that relationship with each other. And you know yeah. you can see how they're socially interacting with each other, and it's it's um it's it's been brilliant. I and mean, even the parents, they just they get to breathe for a minute. You know, mm-hmm. the kids are outside mm-hmm. running around, and um, there's there's a mom that has a a, <clears throat> a two month old, and she's come for the past three weeks, and she's like, she didn't sleep last night, but for her daughter to just be able to, her daughter is really energetic. Like she needs to be outside. She cannot, mm. you know, and her mom has a young mm. baby, so she has she has to be at home a lot more than she'd like to be. Mm. So for her to just bring her daughter to that play group once a week is like, ah, she can breathe, and yeah. you know, her daughter can let it, let it all out for a week mm. at least, you know. Yeah. And yeah, it's even that little effort that 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 mom is making is is gonna make a big difference in her daughter's life. Mm. Definitely, yes. you know, yes. in the long run, it's a win-win. So, so be encouraged, yes, yeah. be encouraged, dear listeners. <laughs> yes, if you please. live somewhere and you feel like you, there, you know, there isn't a group, why don't you start one? You know, don't mm. don't sit and wait for somebody else. Start one. And you might be surprised, like Adeshala, maybe it's only one person who will show up the first day. But I can mm. tell you guys mm. the the stay and play group now has almost a hundred and forty members. Okay. Yes. In a short yeah, time. That's amazing. <laughs> so mm-hmm. be encouraged. Do, so, do start something. And mm. I, I really just want to go back, okay, to how Adeshala ended um with the previous question. Stay at home, moms. Be encouraged. You're doing a wonderful work. Don't let anybody yes. look down on, on you at all mm-hmm. for, for not working outside the home. 
because what you're mm-hmm. doing is mm-hmm. so 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 important and if you stick with it you know it's going to pay off you will see it i pray that god blesses the work of all our hands you know all that Amen. we're trying to do and yes it makes it successful so yeah. oh wow this has oh, been thank fun you. this has been it an has, exciting has. conversation <laughs> I was, I was, I was super nervous. You know, I'm not a talker. I was like, oh, maybe you want to speak to my husband instead of me for this thing. But no, <laughs> you were because perfect. Just, I felt like, uh, thank you. Yeah. It was great. We did great. This has been fun. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. So, listeners, all too soon, we are at the end of another exciting and wonderful episode. I'm sure you guys have learned so much. I know that I have. Guys, I know I keep saying this, but it's true. Carissa, am I lying? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we really learned so much. And I I mean, I know unschooling, this is going to be a hot one because people people have been wondering, like, what is this thing? You know? So today. (laughs) Today I think Shabbat has told us. Welcome. Welcome. Very welcome. Yes, so thank you for coming. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in, as always, to to listen to us, to spend this time with us. Uh, We're really grateful Mm -hmm. to you. Um, Please share this with someone who wants to know more about unschooling. You know, you never know who it might bless. But thanks again for joining us, and we hope to be with you again next week. Have a blessed day. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.